Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to on this quite frankly amazing day. To be fair, Scotland's always like this, we just tell you it rains to try and keep you out of the country. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, so today's workout is going to be five times eight minute intervals with two and a half minutes rest in between. But we're going to split up those five minute intervals into two chunks. We're going to do five minutes and three minutes. Now both of them are going to be done at 24 strokes per minute, but the first five minutes is going to be done at 2k plus 12 pace. So up there intensity wise, probably around about seven out of 10. And the next three minutes are going to be done at around about 2k plus five pace. Now we're looking at really kind of around about nine out of 10 there. And trust me, by the end of this workout, it is going to feel like 10 out of 10 to get through those last three minutes. Okay, so this is really about working on power as you get towards the end of a tough row okay so whether this is a part of your 10k plans or whether it's just you want to be good at being able to last all the way to the end that's what you're training here okay so there's the intensity in terms of cardio trying to hold on but there's also kind of training that feel of how to put in power towards the end of a row rather than just flailing up and down the rail um, to try and get pace that way okay so as such this is being used as the 10k plan week three session one but you don't have to be doing the 10k plan to get the benefit out of this okay this is a great row no matter what row you're doing this is fantastic for a one minute a 500 meter a 1k 2k 5k 6 30 minutes 60 minutes that guy using the strength he'd benefit from it as well okay so don't worry about it it doesn't have to be part of the plan just do it this is an incredible session and i'll tell you why when we get into the main row however let's start off by with our four minute warm-up now as always we start off by setting up our machine because we start everything by starting off don't we set the drag factor first on the concept two that's done by this lever here if you don't know about drag factor please check out the video i have on this youtube channel um I'm setting mine to run about 115. You might want to set yours for run about there. You never know. If you're not using a Concept 2 and it's all just about resistance or something, then just set it to a point where you get a good old weight from the stroke, but it doesn't feel as though you're really having to launch and lurch into it with your upper back in order to be able to row. That's really important. Power comes from your legs. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye heights. So you're not looking up and you're not looking down. And finally, set the foot straps or, or the height of your foot stretchers so you can get to a point where you come into the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertical comfortably, okay? If you're too high, you might find you're starting to like really get bound up and fight against it. If you're too low, you might find you're going flying straight past it and actually the strap's covering like the tips of your toes and you don't want that either. So really the strap should probably cover the balls of your feet. That's the good guide here, but that shin's vertical position is the real guide. Cool. Right, shades on. Let's get into this warm up. So we're going to do 18 strokes a minute. And to start with, the power is just going to be the same as if you were basically standing up, okay? Because we're just going to work on our timing. So a little bit of pressure from the feet, but not too much. Here we go then in three, two, one, and we're off. So by timing, what I mean is that you get the power generation of the stroke by pushing your feet into the foot plates. But in order to get that power, you have to connect that power to your hands and the handle. And the handle has to pick up the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you're using on your machine. So it should stand to reason that you want that power from your feet to happen at exactly the same time the handle picks up the flywheel. And that's what you're working on the timing for, is that as you push with the feet the handle picks up the force whatever you want to call it of your rowing machine if you push too soon with the feet your backside will scoot back and if you're lucky like me on a concept two you can hear the seat going before you hear the whoosh of the flywheel if you pull too early on the handle then you'll just feel it all go weightless and you're kind of having to fight with your upper body and your arms instead of feeling like you're getting a leg drive so if you never really feel like you're getting a good solid leg drive into the machine that could be why okay increase the pace a little bit maybe up towards 2k plus 20 the next 20 seconds and if you don't know what i'm on about with 2k plus something do a two kilometer time trial divide the result by four that gives you your 2k training pace and then when i say add 20 seconds 
we'll just go 20 seconds slower than that average time. Okay, let's continue rowing with one foot in the straps. Sorry, I was too busy talking about 2K training pace. I forgot to tell you to take a foot out and put it on the ground. So do that now, if you haven't already. Carry on rowing with just one foot strapped in. Try to keep the same kind of technique here. Don't over compress into the front, but also don't over lean with your back. Let's swap feet, continue with the other one. I'll talk more technique and body position stuff in the main session, but just know that as you come forwards, you want to have the forward lean and straight arms, and then you push out the legs. But that forward lean should only be to run about one o'clock on a clock face. You're not looking at like three o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock would be bad. One more. Okay, both feet in, legs straight, and just roll with your back and arms. So swing your back first and you'll feel it pick up the flywheel, that power again. And then once you've picked up the flywheel with your back, pull in your arms and then push out your arms, swing back over your back. Really important that return of the handle and then swing. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and just push out from the front. You're working on timing again here and that position of the forward lean and the straight arms. So do not worry about power. All you're worrying about is making sure you connect the feet and the hands at the same time with that forward lean and arms straight. One more. Yeah, we're all done. Okay, apologies if I flew through the 2K training pace thing there. If you're like, oh, I didn't get any of that. Check out the description to this video and there's an explanation at the bottom about how to work out your 2K training pace. And that will hopefully let you know what's going on. Right. Have a quick drink, move up and down the rail, and I will quickly describe one more time what we're doing today before we do what we're doing today. Okay, once again, then what we're doing is five times eight minute intervals with two and a half minutes rest in between. We're gonna do those eight minute intervals as five minutes and three minutes with no rest in between. And you can do the first five minutes at 24 strokes a minute and 2K plus 12 pace, and then the next three minutes at 2K plus five pace. Don't worry if all that's complicated and confusing, just keep up with me and all will be fine. So if you just follow me for stroke rate, either on the video or on the podcast, um, I will tell you when to go faster, when to stop and all that kind of stuff, all right? So let's just get into this. This is a um, interestingly spicy session. Like I say, these initial five minutes will feel around about seven out of 10 um, from an effort point of view. And then those next three minutes will eventually climb up to like nine, 10 out of 10. But don't worry, that's how this session is designed to be. Okay, right, so let's get into our first five minutes at 24 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 12 pace in three, two, one. Right, so I'll give a couple of minutes for you to get used to being up at pace and stroke rate before I start talking technique and things. But hopefully you'll find that pace and stroke rate within about 30 seconds. Then I'll just let you settle in this year nice and warm and we can start thinking about a few of the technique elements but what I was alluding to earlier on is that this is actually the second day in a row I've done this session did it yesterday in similar heat and stupidly left the camera sitting in the sun and it overheated and shut itself off. So I posted on the Facebook page for people's opinions as to whether I just post the audio on its own or whether I do it again. And I think the moment I said it was tough, that's when everyone started to say, do it again, do it again. 
just to see, just to put me through some supper. And it'll be interesting to see how this one pans out compared to yesterday. Partly because I know what I went through yesterday, so I'll know not to panic. But also, this is too quite mid to top intensity sessions in a row. And I normally recommend taking either a day's rest or doing a recovery row in between mid or top tier workouts. So let's see whether my energy system has it in it to do as well as I did yesterday. Right. Oh, it's my watch asking if I'm rowing. Hang on. Yes. Very clever. So, as we go up to the 2K plus 5 pace in just under, oh well, bang on 100 seconds time. You're gonna keep at the same stroke rate. So you're gonna get there by putting more power into the machine at the same rate. And that power is from the legs, not from the arms, okay? So you'll find as we cross into that three minute chunk, it may take you a couple of strokes to work out just how hard to push in order to suddenly increase by seven seconds. But trust me, the answer is a lot. So as we cross into that chunk, just start pushing hard. Hello, with your legs. It's Julie back from a run. I think she found it hot today. And she lies in the grass. I was shot, of course. Okay, two, one. Here we go, up to 2K plus five. So really push with the legs in order to get that pace up. Might take 20 seconds or so this first time round for you to get that feel but you'll probably agree like I said it takes more than you think it would now this is where my whole thing of keeping that forward lean and straight arms really comes into play as that is how you make sure all that power from your legs goes into the machine. If you bend your arms too early on the drive or 
swing your back too early you will be fighting against that power output from your legs and we'll find it harder to hit the required pace okay 20 strokes to go just keep pushing with your legs think about pushing the machine away from you rather than pulling the handle back and that should keep your positions in the right angles okay four three two one okay first rest make sure whether you are outside in the sun like me or in a nice air-conditioned gym still make sure to drink hydration will be your enemy on this if you don't take regular drinks And I learned after yesterday's attempt that that's what did me in. By intervals four and five, I overheated being out in the sun. Nice Christmas tea towel. It's August. Um, yeah, so I'm making sure to drink and put ice on it today. See if it lowers my temperature a bit or at least stops again too hot oh. so there we go that's the first of these chunks done hopefully you now understand what we're doing so that first five minutes is slightly more intense obviously than just doing a 20 strokes per minute at 2k plus 18 um, and that kind of knocks the edge off you that's the point of it is that by the time you come up to that three minute push the freshness of your legs is gone because if you sat normally sat down and did three minutes at 2k plus five at 24 strokes a minute you wouldn't be anywhere near the state that you're going to be in at the end of this so and like i say this is a mid and top kind of shuffle the five minutes is mid the three minutes will take you into top but if you coalesce it all together this is like a, a mid-tier workout okay so but it's definitely it's the, the toughest mid of the week right 15 seconds to go maybe reseat your seat to make sure that your sit bones are pressing on a different part of your glutes we're going in seven seconds five four three two one go so back down to 2k plus 12 pace but still at 24 strokes per minute my favorite pace or favorite stroke rate it's just something about the rhythm of 24 that I just seem to click with the one that I feel most comfortable at but yeah I'll still feel comfortable at 20 and I'll still feel comfortable at 30 but I could just purr along all day at 24 albeit not in today's session <laughs> 
So even though we're just 2K plus 12 here, still take time to work on the timing of your feet and hands connection. It's almost like you're refining your technique over these five minute chunks so that when you're a bit more on the nose for power in the three minute chunks this technique and timing is already locked in remember for both of these paces don't get lulled into thinking that over leaning to get more chain length is the key if you over lean into the front chances are all you'll do is send your butt out from underneath you and lose six inches worth of leg drive for the sake of two inches worth of chain length which after all you're not going to be doing much with if your leg drive is missing so come into the front all ready for the drive don't lean an extra amount just as you come forward and that's a coaching cue to myself as that's my biggest issue and I can tell when I get it wrong because my pace drops by one or two seconds and then I can tell when I get it right because my pace increases by one or two seconds I seem to have made friends with a wasp let's hope doesn't end up a bad relationship okay eight more strokes to go before we ramp up again remember it's all about a hard push in the legs two one here we go you should really hear the tone of your machine change <laughs> quite handily a plane has just flown overhead so it's one way to change the tone of your machine but you should hear this real rip through the air or water as you lay in the power two minutes to go remember 
hold those arms straight and braced against the power coming out from your legs like a kind of like a water skier but they have straight arms although they do tend to lean back as well I don't want you doing that Whew. push the machine away push it through the wall 24 to go or push it into the treadmill in front of you in the gym or wherever you are just concentrate on pushing the machine away from you with your feet and only think about pulling at the back of the stroke okay seven almost there four three two one that one well probably have felt a little bit tougher certainly was for me my finishing heart rate was 5% more but I think heat and talking to you is costing me quite a lot of heart rate so don't worry about me or you about yourself drink and if you are wearing a heart rate monitor rather than worrying too much about how you're getting on in the intervals themselves keep more of an eye on how you're recovering in this two and a half minutes because that's more of a sign of how fit you are is how quickly your heart rate tries to return to as close as normal as it would get during this row so if you finish at like 160 ppm and after two and a half minutes you stop at 150 that has fitness warnings <laughs> but if you finish at 160 and then you start the next one at round about 80 so you've dropped like pretty much well exactly half in that in instance that's a good sign of your fitness that your cardio system is able to recover quite well so I finished at 159 and with 40 seconds to go I'm at 94 93 so that's more important to me than where my heart rate gets up to in an interval because I know in a, in a workout like this I am working hard I don't need my heart rate to tell me that Oh, I think I'm going to finish this bottle before the workout's over. Okay, you ready for the third chunk? 15 seconds to go. 10 seconds to go. A quick wriggle of your backside, make sure you're comfortable. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. What will hopefully have become apparent is how much easier it is to hit your stroke rate and pace for these five minute chunks whereas the first time round it may have taken you 30 seconds or so because your body wasn't used to it 
now that you've done these first two sets and your body can remember but more importantly you trained your brain to remember what it feels like to row at this rate and pace it should be a lot easier and that is basically why we spend a lot of sessions doing different stroke rates and different intensities is to teach your brain what it feels like to row at different stroke rates and today's session teaches you about how you cope with raised intensity so if you were to do a 2k time trial as your first ever row chances are you'd climb on and go too fast too soon and you'd blow up and have to slow down to an end so the next one you start to think more about pacing don't set out quite as fast and then although that'll be better you'll get to a point when the intensity will be up there and your brain will send so many warning signals to you that you're likely to listen to your brain and give in slowing down but then you do a session like this which as you reach that three minute phase takes you into that intensity quite quickly but because you know you will be done in a certain amount of time it's easier to push through that intensity this time and then next time you do your 2k and your brain starts to say this is getting tough you'll know because of sessions like this that actually you've got more in you and you can push on through that intensity and that is really the point of training like this okay four strokes to go and then we're into our next three minutes one more here we go <clears throat> big push from the legs get that pace up at the same stroke rate and that's the other beauty of this session is that 
by teaching you that you can generate power or speed, sorry from more power at the same stroke rate you can start to leverage muscle strength over cardio fitness so say in a typical 10k time trial when I get to 1500 meters to go I will stay at the same stroke rate but like we're doing now I'll up the push from my legs add power and then with 500 to go that's when I'll start to rate up so increase stroke rate and eventually that leg power will drop off and I just increase stroke rate even more into a finish okay six five four three two one oh that was fun two more to go I think yeah oh, this is not going to make for very interesting listening on the podcast more like a dirty phone call but like I say recovery is key here recovering enough so that that first five minute hold at 2k plus 12 is exactly that you can hold it and it's really important that you hold that 2k plus 12 because what you don't want to do is ease right off to make the three minutes manageable because that's not the point the point isn't to make the three minutes manageable the point is to find them intense so i'd rather you held the 2k plus 12 for the five minutes and then only made it a minute into to three minutes before you're like i just can't hold this anymore and have to back off a couple of seconds again rather i'd really rather you didn't even do that but if you're going to pick one over the other hold 2k plus 12 for the five minutes so that you can you can endure as much of that increased intensity with the power from your legs as possible that's what we're training here today we're training those three minute chunks we're not training the five minutes and 2k plus 12 that's just a means to an end and we're almost at the end it's got two more sets to do and thinking back to yesterday when i did it this is when it started to get quite tough so let's see how this goes Ooh. 15 seconds to go, reseat your seat. 10 seconds to go. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Ooh. Wow, see when I just stopped there counting. 
really feel the heat from the sun, which, because I'm moving backwards and forwards, creating my own breeze, I don't quite realize it's pumping into my body. That's okay. Much nicer out here than inside with a fan on. And you'll notice I mowed the lawn for you. There's still a vague smell of petrol fumes in the air. Ooh. Right, so right about now is the danger of fatigue setting into me and so I'm going to project that maybe the same maybe happening we've still got the strength and the power but just that little bit of fatigue is enough to play havoc with your technique. So remember, into the front, shins to vertical, body tilted over the hips, only to a one o'clock position. Arms straight in front of you at a neutral height. So not low, not high. And fingers like hooks over the handle with your thumbs underneath but if anything only lightly touching your index finger you're not choking the life out of your handle. And those open fingers do give, or open palms, do give a tiny bit of free chain length. And also, because your palms are open to the air, air can circulate so they'll get moist from sweat a lot slower than if you had a choking death grip on the handle okay 45 seconds to go. Get yourself ready in the right position to push with your legs. Hold that forward lean and arms straight as you push the machine away. Okay, four, three, two, one. Here we go. Big push, 2K plus five. 
at the same stroke rate. Hold your forward lean and straight arms until your legs are halfway through the drive and then and only then do you swing your back over your hips and finish with a powerful arm pull sending elbows through your sides to engage your lats a slight flare out is okay if it keeps your wrist flat as you finish the handle at sternum height but unless you've been rowing effectively for years with exaggerated chicken wings I don't recommend it as it puts all the force into your forearms biceps and delts instead of your lats come on 12 more to go Eight, seven, six. You can tell I'm tired when I just count three, two, last one. Oh. finished 95% of max 170 let's see how recovery goes last chance for a drink well still got one minute 50 so if you're feeling dehydrated right now you've only got a bit left in your bottle just finish it so i'm gonna do but don't empty half a liter down your gullet at once as that will fill up your stomach and make it really uncomfortable to row it's a fine line between taking in enough to be hydrated and stay on top of hydration or just walloping in way too much and suffering some intestinal, intestinal distress that's why if you, when you're watching tennis you'll often see them just sip because sips like that are much easier for your body to absorb and send away and then the next one absorbs send away rather than having a half full stomach filled with whatever juice you have for it's worth this is warm now it's ice cold when it started and it's all melted uh, i think this is our final glance at summer which is a good thing okay 25 seconds to go 
here we go. One last set. We've got this. 15 seconds to go. Oh. Get yourself ready. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Go. So our last time at oh, 2K plus 12 at 24. Oh. So make sure to stay strong through this. You've only got these eight minutes remaining, then you're done. Well, we'll have a two minute cool down, but in terms of intense rowing, you're done. As much as I was saying not to take in too much water, I think I did. My wee tummy's feeling a bit unhappy. Maybe on days like this, I need to make my isotonic drink instead of just water, which is just sugar-free orange squash into a litre of water. Then add in half a teaspoon of sugar you don't have to use sugar-free squash, but you don't know how much sugar is in there. So diluting juice plus sugar and like half a pinch of salt to get those electrolytes in you. I mean, you could buy something, but usually Gatorade, Lucasade, any kind of aid goes a bit overboard on the sugar content. So at least investigate the sugar content in whatever you drink but as being I'm doing all my training right now right at the end of my 16 hour fast I don't like taking in calories until those 16 hours are finished and then I'll have a nice lunch and have scrambled eggs on a toasted English muffin today and wash it down with a protein shake to make sure my body isn't wanting for anything. The protein shake may be a bit much, but especially right after a session like this, I want to make sure my body has instant access to fuel and not even wait for the eggs to digest. So after all, I've only got an eight hour window to eat in. So I better make the most of it. Okay. Whew. 10 more to go. 
you're ready six more one last set of power pushes in two one here we go your legs are the nuclear reactor that is sending all this extra power into the machine get it in there from your legs then top it up at halfway by swinging your back and then finish it off with that powerful finish of your arms you'll notice I haven't said at any point to increase the pull from the front of the machine if you are getting your position right you'll feel you are hanging off the handle more than you were at 2k plus 12 and that hang with more force is what's putting more power from your arms or through your arms your arms only come into play here at the back when you finally bend your elbows all right 30 seconds 12 strokes put in that power as much as you can I want to see blue sparks blue flame blue fireball coming off your machine that's the roll-along effect two more one more ah oh. that was just as awful as it was yesterday so like I said those five minute 24s are just a mid-intensity you should have been able to continue that first one for a good half hour almost and then by the end of that half hour it would have felt intense proper maybe dipping into top then but the three minutes they quickly break the ceiling of the mid-intensity workout and start to dip into the top intensity workout on the intensity pyramid but when you average one against the other look at it overall it is that mid-tier workout remember point of these is about exposure to hardship exposure to this intensity that you need to learn how to get and that's what they're about they're not about oh i don't think that was seven out of ten it's actually more about the training effect than it is about the intensity the bottom two and the top tier definitely they are about training intensity because bottom two you need it to be uh long slow low rate row and the top one you need it to be right up at the top max heart rate stuff but this one kind of does 
surf around the place with the always the intention, the most important part of working like this is to expose you, expose you to intensity for a period of time. Okay, the top tier ones are about max for a short amount of time. This is about exposure, which is why it lasted five intervals rather than only three or four. Okay, should we get into a two minute cool down? I think we should. I've been talking along way too long. 18 strokes a minute in three, two, one. Now pick a pace you're comfortable with here. Whether it's a body weight squat pace, or whether it's 2k plus 30, whatever. Just make sure to row this two minutes at a pace where you're connecting with your arms and feet at the same time. And you're giving your brain a chance to remember that this is what rowing feels like. Not that ragged nonsense that we were both doing. <laughs> I don't want to lump you in that ragged nonsense I was doing. At the end of that final three minute chunk. Because your brain is very clever, but it's also very easy to send it the wrong signals. So you want to make sure that you cool down with a good technique so that this is the last thing that your brain thinks of when it comes to rowing, is this nice fluid stroke you're in the right positions and importantly you feel quite comfortable <laughs> your muscles should also be getting a chance to pump away a bit flush out the various acids and burn deoxygenated blood that's in them get that carbon dioxide out of you stops them cramping up and feeling dead the next day. So cooldowns are vital, both physically and mentally. That's all I'm saying. Okay, 10 seconds to go. Or maybe a little bit more or less. All right, all done. Oh, right, either continue doing some light rowing or use my little sign off here to do some stretching or just pack up your machine. Just basically don't stand up and walk away because you're going to seize and stuff. So that's what I'm telling you in order to make sure you stay on the machine. <laughs> anyway, right. <laughs> I seem to have a slippy leg. Thank you so much for doing this one. I'd say again, but of course you only did it once. So as far as I was concerned, that last interval, I certainly suffered a lot more, I think. I had to back off a second or two. I just couldn't hold it anymore. And I'm going to put that down to the fact I did it yesterday. And I didn't back down yesterday. So um, let's just let's just say that that's, that's what the training effect for me was. I hope it went okay with you. Let me know how you got on with it. Because obviously when I'm starting to say like mid-tier, top-tier intensity and things, or even the pacing, I'm kind of gauging that on what it's like for me with also my knowledge of other rowers. But... Um, it's not the same for everyone. Some people absolutely rock the low rate, um, slow stuff and then can't do the fast stuff. Other people are great at the fast stuff and can't do the low rate stuff. So these in-betweeny ones, I'm always interested to see how people get on, especially with the 2K plus five power thing. Because again, if nothing else, it's quite revealing for if you've got um, technique issues, uh, if you're not able to get that pace up by pushing more from the legs, because you should be able to. You should be. Anyway, there we go, we're done. I'm off to have my Scrambled eggs on a toasted muffin. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while since I've spoken about food, so I suppose it's about time I said. Don't know what I'm having for dinner tonight, though. What day is it? Wednesday. No, got absolutely no idea. If it was a Friday, I don't know what it was, because obviously that's spaghetti, but on a Wednesday, no idea. So, anyway, right, I'm going to go. Uh, I've not really done any random rant on today's. can't really think of anything to be a random rant. Um, I've not done a hashtag, though. Oh, oh crikey. What? What? Um, what, what, I, oh, I'm lost. <laughs> what, what could we talk about for, because usually I'll leave a hashtag just so you can prove you got to this point in the, the video and you watched all the way to the end and you were stretching and stuff. Um, so we'll just go, um, push power, does that make sense? 
because it's all from the powers from your push. So yeah, hashtag push power. Don't think I've used that one before. That's the thing is I'm trying to think of original ones. I would have said fireball, but obviously I've used that one before. So anyway, that's it. I'm done. Away with you. <laughs> I'll go in, have lunch, whatever, and I will see you either in a completely another random session if you're not doing the 10K plan, or I will see you in week three, session two, if you're doing that, which is going to be a 40-minute row because we've gone 30, 35, and week three is 40. Stroke rates and, and pace, I'll leave that up until you see the session, but that's what it's going to be. All right, thank you so much for being part of this. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.